Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey, my friends. Thanks for taking some time out, maybe while you're driving or eating breakfast, just depends on where you're listening to this, to uh, some, spend some time with me and this podcast, the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John, and actually, I just finished a Zoom call with another John that is impacts my, my business and my ministry, and I appreciate what he does and the work that he does to help marketers around the world. And I had some really specific questions that I just wanted to bounce off of him. And he charges a lot for not a lot of time, but it's golden and it's, it's worth it. And so I will be sharing some of that. I'm actually got a couple tests that I'm going to be running here real soon. I've got some other tests that we're running right now in Taiwan using Typeform itself that I've been talking to you about. And I am very encouraged by the initial results that we're seeing there. So I'll be sharing more about that here in the next couple of weeks. Today's podcast, though, is one that was brought about because of one of our podcast listeners who sent me an email, and Andy goes, hey, you need to be talking to this guy named Patrick at Faith Comes By Hearing. And when Andy reaches out to me, I try to listen because I, I, I mean it. But those of you who are out there trying to make Jesus famous are my heroes. And so whatever we can do to support you, well, we want to do it. And so as he is doing that and has been helped by Patrick and by Faith Comes By Hearing, I wanted to talk to him as well and just have a conversation. And I'll tell you, this was, I really enjoyed this conversation that you're going to listen in on. It went a little bit longer, so you might have to get one extra cup of coffee if you're, if you're doing that right now, but I think it'll be a blessing to you. And I'm going to put all of the links that he's going to say in this podcast, in this interview that's going to come up, are going to be on the show notes. So even if you don't normally listen to this podcast, by going to our website, there is a blog page that has each podcast on it, and I put the links there as well. So depending upon what podcast player you're using, well, you may not see those links. So you might want to go over to KavanaughMedia.com and then just click on the podcast and you'll see it there. And he has got links for the developer API that they're using, for some of the Google Play stuff, some of their offline apps, and they're basically running Google Ads for scripture engagement. And I love it. I love the concept of scripture engagement. To me, that is an amazing thing, giving people a chance to be able to read or hear the word of God in their heart language. It's an amazing thing. And I believe the spirit works through that. So I hope that this conversation, this interview in this podcast here with Patrick Gozer of Faith Comes By Hearing will be a blessing to you. So without any more delay. All right. Well, Patrick, thanks for being a part of the podcast and uh, having this conversation with me today. And we're going to let others listen in to just our conversation. So I appreciate it. First of all, I just want to say to you as well, even before we start hitting record here, I do appreciate the help that you're doing. Uh, I'm thankful to Andy and Dave and them letting me know about you, but I had already knew of you and the work that 
your organization is doing and the impact that you guys are making around the world. And I just want to tell you that I'm very, very grateful for what you guys do. So how about you start off by just sharing a little bit like you were doing there before we hit record, just what's, what's the backstory and where did you guys get to this point and a little bit about just what's going on there? Yeah, John, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Um, so Faith Comes by Hearing, this is our 50th year as a ministry and, uh, and we are primarily an audio recording ministry. So we have teams all over the world recording audio Bibles in, I think it's somewhere around 1500 wow. languages at this point. Um, so yeah, that's what we've done historically for, uh, for 50 years. And along with that, uh, the department that I work in is getting those recordings out mm -hmm. to people, whether it's, you know, missionaries on the field, whether it's starting listening groups in a village or somewhere else. Um, and uh, really, it has been COVID that has forced us to get into a more digital space. Mm. Uh, you know, that's the story in a lot of places. Right. Um, so I've actually only been on since May of, uh, of 2021. So not too long, but yeah. we have really just taken um, a lot of the, the things that we had been doing historically and, and just started pushing them out to... Um, digitally so um yeah one of the the main things that i have been working on is um back about seven or eight years ago using um sil's scripture app builder mm -hmm. we began building uh we have at this point about 750 different uh apps and that represents around 700 languages okay um of these single language Bible apps. So, wow. um, you know, we have all of these great multi-language Bible apps out there, version. we have Bible is, um, but these are sort of for a different audience. They're very small apps and it's the, the menus are in a language that is a trade language for that minority language. And so they're easy to navigate. There's not many menus, it's, it's just, just the Bible. And that's and, Android only, right? For those right now? Uh, they can be made into iOS apps as well. Um, okay. But we are focusing on Android just because it's okay. such a huge share of the global yeah. market. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so we, we had built these offline apps um, before my time at, at FCBH. And they were doing okay. But the only place you can find them is apk.fcbh.com because they're and they're the full app, so all the text and all the audio. And so it's just a big chunk to download. Yeah. Um, but what I've been working on is moving these into the Google Play Store. So at this point, as of today, I think we have 305 different apps in the Google Play Store. And along with that comes um, the ability to advertise these apps. Yeah. So. And, and so are those attached to to the translators, to the, which, whose account is this going under when you're doing these? Yeah, these are all in an FCBH account. So okay. we have permission from the text holders to build these apps um, and, and publish them under our account. Okay. And then have you hit issues with Google 
uh, as far as verification or places where you can run them or not run them? Are you putting all 300 of them at risk by advertising under one account? Or what are your thoughts on that? So our Play Store account, we haven't had any issues with at all. Um, But then I run the Google ad campaigns um, from about six different accounts. Okay. Um, Yeah, within Google ads. Um, We were not getting many downloads, to be honest, um, until we started advertising on Google ads. Mm -hmm. And in only the month of November alone, we had 1.4 million downloads of those ads. Yeah, it's really great. Um, totally not, not me doing it. Um, yeah, really giving credit to God. And, um, one of our goals through our Google ad campaign is to sort of knock on every door of every person that's connected to the internet Mm -hmm. with an ad and say, you know, here's a Bible and we'll leave it up to the Holy spirit to, uh, you know, to influence them to download it and read it. But right. Um, So we're really, that's sort of a a macro goal is to have our total impressions, which is the amount of times our ads were shown, match the the total digital population of the world. Um, So we can't really say that everyone saw it because... You know, one person might have seen it twice and one person not at all. Right. But that's just sort of a, a goal so that we are, have. Are you looking at your reach numbers as far as unique individuals then? Are you, how are those, how's that looking for you? Yeah, it, it's sort of, reach is sort of tougher on Google ads, I feel. Right. Um, just because they focus so much on impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know like Facebook is a lot better at, at showing like reach. Um, yeah, I mean, we were talking here before we started the recording stuff too. Like I, I do stuff with Google all the time, but it's just two different worlds. Like there's push and there's pull. It's strategy is different, but also Google is just not dumb. Like Facebook is on so much of this stuff. (laughs) Um, but some of these verification issues, uh, some of these country specific limitations I see are happening actually on some ways more on Google than on Facebook on some parts, not necessarily the verification that seems, seems to be across the board, but, um, yeah, they, they definitely measure different things there, uh, between the two. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 Even, um, so one thing that, that FCBH has is sort of developing, um, to sort of, it's one thing for someone to download, a Bible, but are they actually using it or yeah. are they just uninstalling it right away or are there right. bots involved in this process? Mm-hmm. So all of our apps have analytics built in um, that then report to us the number of chapters accessed mm-hmm. um, in that Bible. So whether it's, and whether it's audio or whether it's text. Um, so that's a really good tool because we can verify like, oh, this minority language had a ton of downloads um, but did that actually equate to people engaging reading. with the scripture? Right. So what are you seeing as far as churn rate and reading rate and things like that? Is it vary by country or is there global things that you're seeing? Is there certain themes or scriptures that seem to be extremely um, popular? I would say, obviously, you know, you're going to get tons of downloads in a language like Hindi, where there are just tons of people that speak that language. Yeah. Um, but 
what I've seen um, on Google specifically, one interesting trend is um, for, for people that may not know, the way that Google ads works, it's sort of a bidding system, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I want to reach someone for 10 cents and Apple wants to reach someone for 12 cents, they're going to win. They won. Yep. Um, but there's a, a different sort of way that you can set up the ads, which is to say, I want to reach, I want to pay $10 a day to reach as many people as I can at all costs. So if that $10 only gets me one person, I, I want to at least reach one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise you may not end up spending your budget. So I made that sort of change for a lot of our ads to say, we want to spend this much per day, but reach them at all costs. Right. And what, what I found was we were often setting our bids to about 10 cents, um, but we were missing people by like, pennies Mm. and so once i changed it to say reach them our cost per conversion which is like a download went up maybe seven or eight cents per person okay but our downloads just started skyrocketing especially in minority languages so languages like hindi or spanish those stayed pretty consistent but we were really missing those minority languages by just a couple of pennies Hmm. and so getting back to your question as these downloads started increasing especially in these minority languages that's when we really started seeing bible engagement happening like like multiple chapters read um the chapters read being way higher than the downloads mm-hmm. which means you know people are reading multiple chapters or listening to the bible right and so that was really a huge a huge change yeah. So the quality of in the business world of the leads, in essence, increased with just a slight increase of your cost per click on that then. Yeah. Yeah. And and we didn't know we were missing it because we were limiting ourselves. Yeah. Okay. So what are are there any specific targeting phrases or words or keywords, which is one of the things even I would recommend to anybody that we work with, even if you're not doing Google ads, have the account, use the keyword planner, see, let that drive your content and your ads, even if you're over on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, but what are, is there kind of just a, a schema or a basic one that you're using? What is, or does it really vary by location? And with these minority languages, this is probably a follow-up question here. So sometimes on Google, you have to advertise in that, I mean, you do have to, not sometimes, you do have to advertise in the language. What issues are you facing with minority languages and just Google themselves on it? Yeah, I think, uh, so to answer the first part, we do have sort of a pretty standard, um, I'll just read you some. So for Tamil, I'm looking at it on my screen. Yeah. Uh, The ad might say Tamil audio Bible download or download God's word in Tamil or Mm. um, the Tamil easy to read version or um, Tamil audio Bible has been integrated into our app so that you can listen to the Bible. Just sort of these phrases. Right. And Google, you know, optimizes which work best and they start showing that more. Right. But um, so we do have these sort of standard um, ads. What about your keywords? Are you doing like Bible or God's word or? Yeah, we've done that. I I actually have found that keywords on these, on these type of ads, um, Mm -hmm. which are specifically like advertising 
apps. Right. Um, that key keywords haven't really changed a whole lot. When I'm doing like a, a Google.com ad, like an actual Google ad, mm-hmm. um, keywords are absolutely the most important thing. But for these, because they're already showing in the app store, right, um, or on people's devices, I think Google Google already knows what they've downloaded in the past and sort of has a profile on each person. And so I haven't found that keywords have been that important for this type of ad specifically. Um, so you're but, operating Google Play, Google Display Network, or any of those, or is it mainly text or... So these ads show across Google Play, um, YouTube. Um, they'll show as a YouTube ad. We have a video attached. Nice. Okay. Um, that's just advertising global Bible apps in general. Okay. Um, they'll show within other apps that have Google ad enabled, you know, like a mm-hmm. little banner at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or even they do show up in search. Just I haven't found they don't show up too often in search specifically. Um, But yeah, so those are the, those are Google has just created sort of a new category of, of ad, which is these apps, the, the app ads go a little bit further than they used to. Okay. And so when you create that one ad, it'll sort of convert it to, you know, be in the play store on other apps YouTube, all of these places. And it's, I've shown a few people this, it's just so easy to set up as long as you can think of, you know, five phrases that kind of talk, talk about what your app is. Um, And Google does so much of the work for you, which is really nice. Yeah. And their algorithm, you know, obviously is so powerful. Uh, Are are you finding that you you can kind of just, I mean, because they advertise, hey, we'll we, our algorithm is better than you. So just let us do the heavy lifting and they try to find some keywords or do whatever else on that. Are, are you finding that to be true with your stuff specifically on the app side? Yeah. Um, even, um, so, oh, kind of this relates back to your, the second part of your question. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, apps that I don't have a, a partner who can translate, you know, read the Bible in Tamil into Tamil. Um mm-hmm. Google has been able to show those to the right people, even in English. Um, or I don't know if they use a translate, like a kind of a Google translate rough. We all know how, how rough yeah, that can be. Right. But, I sure hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but people are, I don't, I also, I don't know if people are just seeing like Tamil. Oh, that's my language. You know, I'll download that app. Mm-hmm. Um but, It'd be but, interesting to see because um, like the one for Dave that I know that you and I are both trying to work with and do some things, that's really, really specific in that language. Now, yeah, people can use another one and maybe there would be some English or whatever comes into it. But it sounds like there's still a lot of area of even growth on the Google side with using some of this language specific targeting to it. Um, Definitely. I, I will tell you what, his stuff and he's using the SIL app. And has got it going. It's got the analytics in there. Um, and then we're running some Facebook ones as well using like Jesus film clips that correspond over to the app and the scripture there. And I, I, we're paying 0. 0.0008 
And then at (laughs) at a certain point, because of the service that he was using for his website, when people would go traffic to it, the GDPR pop-up was in English, which is a big problem. It's because of the service that he's using for his website. So the, the full video wouldn't load unless you clicked accept in English. And so people were messaging him going, wait, where can we see the whole the whole story yeah you know they were missing out on it so i so believe in the power of god's word and uh, i just i that's why i love your ministry i i also believe uh and i was telling you before we started recording I, i've visited albuquerque and 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 you know the the founder of it that you know so much of the world is either illiterate or functionally illiterate in fact, I remember a U- United States Department of Education report in the late 1990s saying that 90-some percent of, of Americans, U.S. Americans, are functionally illiterate. They work as if they are illiterate. So they're working in sound bites anyway. Yeah. And so what you all do is is amazing. Um, and you also partner with Lumo and others just with translation stuff. Can you share a little bit about that part too? Yeah. Uh, for people that don't know the the Lumo gospel film it's it's as if we took only the text of the of Matthew Mark Luke and John or Lumo did this rather they took the text of Matthew Mark Luke and John and they said what if this was our screenplay and so they filmed uh essentially all of of Matthew Mark Luke and John and it's scripture only. So it's, we, we've been calling it just a video Bible because yeah. there is nothing other than the Bible and some visuals. Yep. Um, so that actually paired perfectly with our mission, which was audio scriptures that we've been recording for years and years. And so um, it was a little bit of a challenge because, you know, different languages are different lengths, yes. but we've created a ton of different templates that are different lengths that sort of we can match up. And I, I believe we are either about to or just did our thousandth language uh, oh, wow. in God. dubbing it into uh, into this Lumo gospel film. So most of these languages, they don't have any films in their yes. language, That's right. let alone like a an amazing high quality Hollywood level film that we can that's in their language. That's just the story of Jesus um, and specifically the text of the Bible. So uh, one thing, one way that, that my job specifically is playing into this um, initiative is we're putting all of these um, on YouTube in less than 10 minute clips. So it might be, you know, Matthew one then Matthew two, Matthew three, which are easily shareable on social media because they're public on YouTube and bringing the ads back around. I advertise these clips um, using Google ads as well. So we'll take like Mark two and run that clip as a pre-roll ad before a video. So we have seen just millions of views on these. And again, using Google, we can target these ads specifically to, you know, those people groups or those locations, even a small group of 20,000 speakers they're still using YouTube most likely yeah and so if they go to watch a music video before it they might see mark two and the like little click to learn more takes them to the playlist that plays the whole rest of of that gospel so yeah. we yeah we've it. seen millions and millions of views even on 
uh, we actually have a guy here in the office. Um, his name is Alex. He spent his the part of his life as a Bible translator. And with sort of the, like, I think a lot of Bible translators share this. It's like they pour their life into all of this work, but they're like, is anyone going to use this when I'm done? Mm-hmm. And so he came to me and he was like, hey, can we do a special... Uh, we had just made a gospel film in the in the Zhuang language, and uh, he was like, "Hey, can we do a kind of a special, a little more money to this um, this language?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like of course we can. What's up with it?" And he was like, "Well, I translated it." Wow! And within I think within weeks we had over ten thousand views on I think Matthew one or whatever we had chosen to advertise. Wow, praise God. So yeah, this yeah, all it. of this energy that he had poured in, people actually got to see it. So yeah. Well and that's I appreciate Tessie and TJ and everyone there. We're doing the exact same thing with them on the Facebook side of some of this stuff too. In fact I just did one this morning using um Mandarin in one country. Um I, I won't say where it is, but I mean, take some guesses. <laughs> um, but anyway, there that is a Christmas one because mm-hmm. they have the light of the world and you can – so we're taking – because they'll give us the full clips, we're able to edit that down. And then on the landing pages, have the rest of the video there, have devotional thoughts, maybe have questions, have a link to download the Bible from version or get the app, which is exactly what you guys are doing, the SIL, you know, the SIL app there. And so there's just so much uh, – complimentary in fact at one point in one country we heard from one of the bible people that their downloads just went through the roof and they're like are you guys running ads i'm like yeah we are and my guess is is that you guys are as well and many others are there just to get the word of god the living and active word of god out there in front of people and and i just as a strategy i think this is so important i hope i know we're going a little long in this podcast and what i normally do even but i really don't care uh the the key to me is if if you could only do one thing and that is to get the word of god video audio written in the hands of people in their heart language uh i can't wait to bow my knee and hear well done in partnership with people like you all Faith Comes by Hearing, Lumo, Jesus Film, so many others who are doing this kind of stuff. And so let me let me end this with this part. How are you all determining who you're partnering with? Are you open to more people who are doing this? And then maybe how could they get in touch with you to take advantage of it? Yeah, um, we're always looking to partner with, with more people. Um, yeah, I have run some ad campaigns for others. Um, we're looking at, you know, of course, like budgets and things for next year. And I think there is some room for that. Um, so, so yeah, people can reach out to me personally. I'm, I'm sort of the head of our, our digital department and my email is P G O Z U R P Gozier at F C B H mail.org. Okay. Um, so you can rewind it and listen like three or four I'll times. I'll put that on, you... <laughs> on the page too, on the website. Yeah. Um, so people can reach out to me. Even I would just love to, to um, you know, have a Zoom call with people and show them what we do. And um, a lot of times that's what it, that's w- what our partnership ends up being is just, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, here's how we set up our ads and things like that. And so, yeah. Um, well, I appreciate your willingness to, to share and to do this and to just get God's word out there. I 
I'm so encouraged by the numbers that I see and then hearing from you and others. And I think this is what it's going to take to finish the task in this generation is to get the word of God out there. You know, as scripture says, faith comes by hearing and using every tool possible and every channel possible to get that out there. So Patrick, I appreciate you so much and your team there. Please pass along our thanks to them. Thanks for being willing to to share about this. And uh, I hope that many will be reaching out to you and using that app builder, getting, if they don't have it in their language, using the different videos and audio and things that are out there. uh, We just... We got to keep pushing forward. What an amazing time we live yeah. in. Let me very, very quickly just plug um, all of our resources, all of m- almost all of the audio we've recorded, the gospel films that we've made in all these different languages mm-hmm. are available through an API that we have called Bible Brain. So if you just go to BibleBrain.com, I'm the one that approves the keys for that API. So okay. I'll approve you. <laughs> just say, uh, I heard you on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then you can use the our audio, these little gospel films, in a lot of cases, even text that we've pre-negotiated with uh, the text holder, totally for free, unlimited use um, to build your own apps, put build your own websites, all of these things. So that's out there. Too. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to send me the links to all those. I will put that on our Kavanaugh media page that goes with this podcast. And I'll put those links to all of those there that your willingness to share is inspirational. And I appreciate what you all are doing. May the Lord bless you. May he bless faith comes by hearing as well. And, and thanks so much for just for being on the podcast and sharing today. I know that this is going to be a blessing for so many. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thanks. Thanks again. All right, there you go. There's the interview, the conversation with Patrick Gozer from Faith Comes By Here, and I hope it was a blessing to you, and I hope that you will keep pressing forward all you do to make Jesus famous. Use Google, use YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is to find those seekers and take them on that journey to discover Jesus and to make him famous. Until next time, take care and have a Merry Christmas if I don't get to see and talk with you before then. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.